Welcome to the Happiness Forum with Rhonda and Sandrine. Good morning, Sandrine. Good morning, Rhonda. Good morning. Um, we're here at um, early in the morning again on a Sunday, and today we're going to talk about dreams. Um, we are not experts in dreams. We don't even really understand it very much, but um, we're addressing this topic. We think it's important in our novel one. One of the characters, Christine, has dreams that haunt her, and we're not going to give anything away because there is a reason she has these dreams, but what she says is they feel realer than real life. And I know that kind of comes from our experiences. We, Sandrine and I have both had dreams that feel really real. And then when you wake up, it's kind of weird. So let's get started with it. Sandrine, do you want to share one of your experiences? Well, first, uh, I want to say that I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have you know, those dreams that are feeling real. So you wake up in the morning and you're like, wow, I felt everything. Like you really have your your senses heightened during those dreams and you can really feel uh, the sensation of it. Whether, you know, sometimes you can get hurt and you can feel the pain. Uh, sometimes you just having such a, a, a great time that you can feel the joy, like the intense joy from your dream. Like there is different uh, sensation and feeling that are happening and that you can feel through your whole body. And when you wake up, that's what makes you say, wow, that was really real, this dream. Right. So, but you know what? Before we get into this, let's just talk about dreams in general. I think maybe 90% of our dreams are not like this. No. They're just ordinary dreams where we're processing events from the day. We perhaps something has happened, you know, some kind of negative thing. And then we're, you know, we dream about that event or like, you know, some variation of it. And you kind of, you know, you, you can see the elements mm -hmm. of things you did during the day yes. in that dream. Well, I think that most, most, like you say, most dream are just us. It's a way for our brain to process and kind of triage the information that just happened from the past day or two. That's why they all mixed up with like events and things that were said and word and, you know, anything right. they don't really make sense it's just idea coming together that don't make sense sometimes and it's like oh that's weird I just thought of this and that like that can only happen in dream because your brain is just doing some triage and processing and integrating information so that's what the brain do while you're sleeping so I ju that's just yeah what regular dream sound like and look like Right. We're solving problems through, you know, from our day. Mm -hmm. um, we're processing things during the night and, and it's good. You know, we get into that REM sleep and then if we have like our eight hours, we feel refreshed the next day. And a lot of times um, some of our problems 
they don't like exactly get resolved during the dream, but we feel better when we wake up. Yes. And then there is the dream that we can remember and that makes sense. I mean, makes sense for the dream world, right? Right. Or that makes sense for, you know, being categorized as a dream. Like, oh, that story happened during the dream. And then you wake up and you're like, okay, now I can remember the whole story. What does it mean for me? Because that's really what the dream is there for. What is the meaning that you can put to that dream in order to understand it's for you to, to grow and gain, I think, life lesson as well and see where, where you need to focus your attention to. So those dreams will tell you a story about you. Maybe not directly, but you would have to make, you know, the meaning of it and, and decide what, what does it mean for you. So there is this kind of dream as well. Right. And that's just from a psychological perspective. That's like very normal. Yes. And um, there's somebody outside riding around early in the Sunday morning with music playing loud. So I don't know if you can hear that. No, I cannot hear it. That's good. <laughs> so um, then there are the other dreams. Then they yeah, are that we mentioned, yeah. they feel realer than real life, you know, but there's many kinds. There's um, dreams that feel, you know, really real, like we were talking about, like Christine has. Yes. There's also lucid dreaming where the definition is that it feels like, you know, you're dreaming and it's very lucid. The dream feels very real. All your senses are heightened. Mm -hmm. um, there's visitations where people connect with spirits from the other side, you know, people who have passed. Um, I, I know there are times if anybody connects with their spirit guides where, you know, while you're falling asleep or while you're awake, awakening, um, spirit can, you know, come and give you messages. You, you may feel that. And, and that's not really a dream, but it's something that happens. Um, and then there is um, the concept of astral travel, where you're actually traveling to different time periods or different realities, different, you know, planets even. And then finally, I, I mean, there's probably many more categories, but there are predictive dreams, dreams that mm -hmm. you have where you get information or you, you know, maybe this is from your subconscious or your, you know, sixth sense where you actually dream of something before it happens. Yes. And there is the recurring dream, the dream that keep coming back. Yeah, well, are those psychological dreams, do you think, the recurring ones? Or are they warnings, perhaps? I'm not or sure, because I, like I told you, I told you about those two places that I dream about. Yeah. And the dream is not really, like, there is nothing to it. The only uh, uh, similarity between the dream is that those two places that I've no, never... Wait, start, start from the beginning, because I know you told me, but why don't you, you know, tell the whole story? 
Well, I'm just, you know, having those two places that I go to in my dreams that I never went to. One is in France and one is in Spain. But it seems like I go back there only in my dreams and the dream is never the same. So it's like you deciding, you know, to wake up one morning and going to New York City for the day. It's the same in my dream. I fall asleep and I probably decide to go to that one place or the other because I just go there and I'm, it's like I'm visiting those places. But those dreams are coming back. And like I said, they're never the same beside that it's the same place. So it's a little weird because when I'm dreaming that I'm going there, I know this place, I've been there before, I keep going there in my dream. But in real life, I've never been there. And I just know that one is in France and one is in Spain. So I don't know what to do from those dreams because they're just places yeah. I like to visit during my dream. And I don't even know if they exist. It could make, yeah, maybe it's some place that you've been in a past life, perhaps, or, maybe. you know, that you keep visiting, or maybe it's something that a place you haven't been to yet. And, maybe, possibly. Yeah. I don't know. And it's I don't know. It's weird yeah. to me that I, you know, I go back there. It feels like that's my place to visit, you know, in my dream somehow. It's there somehow. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's interesting. And then, um, but I know we wanted to talk about today uh, some dreams we've had. Um, I'll start with mine, but we've both experienced dreams where things feel realer than real life. Yes. When, you know, we wake up, it's like, that was real, you know, and, and we could say that about some dreams, um, yours might actually be a lucid dream. I'm not sure. I don't know if my senses were heightened, but I can tell you, um, I had a dream where I was married to my husband, the same husband in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. But we had different children than we do. And in the dream, I knew those children just like I know my own children in real life. Mm -hmm. But they were, I don't know these kids, you know, in real life. Yeah. They were just in the dream. But when I woke up, it felt like, wow, that was so real. It's hard to believe, you know, that was just a dream. It felt like I was really there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it, it's just very strange waking up from something like that because you, you don't feel like it was just a dream. Yeah. I mean, I had time where I've dreamed of people that I don't know in real life, but in the dream, you know them and you know them well, you're close to them. So I had that happen a couple of times. So, well... You know, that might be people from the past. That might be, that might be your children from your past. And yeah. that might be the same soul of your children now. Who knows? You know, but they were different in a previous life. And now they're your children here. But it's possible. You know how they say that you come back when you reincarnate and you, you're always dealing with the same soul, uh, you know. Right. Or it could be other people entirely. Oh, it could be other people yeah. entirely. I mean, like like you say, we are not solving anything today because we 
we do not we don't know. know. <laughs> We're just talking about our experiences. Right. And, and, you know, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to all of that we're saying today. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of something I wanted to explore. I know I had thought about lucid dreaming um, because there are people who do this purposefully and I've heard stories um, like, for example, you could be in a lucid dream. You're kind of in another reality and it's not really a dream anymore because it the places you go to actually exist. So you can go, say, to a place that actually exists, leave, um, say, a quarter under the cushion, and then go to that place in real life, and the quarter will be there, that kind of thing. Um, that seems hard to believe, though, right? I know. And, and supposedly... It's like... Yeah, but, it, you know, not really, because if you believe in quantum physics and the field and the law of attraction and all that, you know, it's all connected. So we can, you know, it's just another dimension. You know, if you believe that time isn't exactly how we know it to be. Sure. It, it kind of makes sense that we can, you know, that we have, um, that our reality is non-local. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can tell you for sure that that experience that I had, I've been calling it a lucid dream that happened only one time to me. I don't even know if it was a lucid dream, but I can tell you that it made me question my reality of every day ever since. Yeah, that to me, you know, it sounds, it's very interesting. I don't really know what it is either. Would you mind sharing some of the details of that? So I go to sleep like any other day. And then I find myself in front of my grandma's house. So that was in 2011. When I arrive in front of my grandma's house, all the shutters are closed. So I tell myself, oh, I know why the shutters are closed, because she passed away. Well, in real life, she didn't pass away in 2011. She passed away in 2015. So she wasn't dead at the time. But in my dream, she was. That was the story I was telling myself. So I go around the house, I open the the back door, I come in and I start opening all the shutters because my family was coming for a family reunion like we used to do when I was a child. We all meet at grandma's house and we all have a big family dinner together. So I was opening, you know, all the room, all the shutters. And once my family arrived, that's when I started questioning because everything seemed so perfect and so real and mind you that my grandma's house is in France and I live in the United States so when my family arrived in the living room I started questioning why it was so real and what was I doing in France and why was I saying in my story that my grandma passed when she was still alive I knew I couldn't possibly be in France and I know my grandma wasn't dead so I know there was something wrong there in, in that reality but yet everything feels real, like my waking reality, exactly the same thing. So I went into the, the end of the hallway in the house, in the bedroom I used to sleep, at my grandma's house. I close the door, I look at myself in the mirror, and I start looking at my hand, and I start touching my hands. And that's when it became really scary, because I could sense my body, 
but I knew my body wasn't there. So I was asking myself, how is it that I'm in this reality that seems exactly like my waking life of every day, but yet my body is somewhere else and I don't know where my body is, but everything else is the same. Yeah, that, that's really strange. Oh. I mean, if any of our listeners know anything about I started, what that could be. I started really questioning that part because I, I became scared and I'm like, maybe this is what it feels when somebody is, is you know, crazy, when somebody has mental illness, which I have no idea. That's what I thought in my dream, right? Because yeah. of not knowing, because of me being scared of, of living a reality with, without a body. I'm like, maybe my body is somewhere in a hospital and my mind just completely disassociate and I'm able to create that reality around me. And it was very, very scary. And in, in the morning, when I finally wake up in my room, in my bedroom, I was so relieved that I came back to my body, basically. So I don't know if it was some sort of astral travel or lucid dream what I know for sure is that my mind was able to create the same reality as my waking life without my body. And that was very scary because ever since that day, I'm questioning, you know, my reality every day. I'm like, it might not be true everything you see around you because your mind can create that just with your mind. Yeah, and you, you, you're saying also that was the only time that ever happened. That was the only time. Yeah, that is, that's pretty odd. But I know, like, from reading about lucid dreaming, there is, you know, a, like, in, in these dreams, you know, your height, your senses are heightened. So it feels like real life. So it's possible, Yeah, you know, to, to um, be dreaming and, you know, have that happen. Yeah, the the weird thing is like when you're in a a dream that feels real, you go along with the story. And when you wake up, you're like, wow, I remember the sensation of this dream. It felt right. But you were there. I was there and I was feeling and questioning and analyzing and, 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 and asking myself, where am I? Where is my body? I know my body wasn't there. You know, I'm like, what is that reality that is so real? I was completely conscious in that dream and that was very scary to see that it's possible that our mind are so powerful that they can do those things. Yeah, and again, you know, we don't have answers to any of this, but it just kind of goes to show you that things are, you know, life is really... um, elusive we we don't really know yeah um you know what our reality is sure you know we think of our reality kind of you know our physical bodies you know what the outside world tells us but you know there's a whole other reality going on somewhere um you know we don't know like what you know how time is we're just all done to a little, you know, controlling mind, being at ease with what we know we think for sure, but nothing is really, you know, for sure, because reality can change from one person to the next, you know? 
Yeah, I think that, you know, these kinds of experiences opens us up to uh, thinking about how things really are. And, you know, we talk about manifesting and law of attraction, for example. And it's, you know, people have a hard time accepting that, you know, like our thoughts can create reality or co-create reality. But if you think about it, we don't really know. Look, look at what happens every single night we go to sleep, hopefully, you know, and, and have a good night's sleep. We, we dream. A lot of times we wake up, we don't even remember what we dreamt. Mm-hmm. But we have a whole other unconscious life that we don't even know. So, yeah. you know, the fact that we can program our minds, we can manifest things is not it's it's really not a stretch because there's so much we don't understand that's true there is so much to discover so much to uh, open yourself to and try to understand because there is so much we don't know and yet we live a life as if we know right Right. That's so true. We, we, we live our lives as if we control everything and we know and we have plan and, you know. But right. I mean, it, it's funny that, you know, we're recording this in 2020 where, you know, everybody's, you know, you see all those memes around about how ridiculous everything is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because you we had no idea that, you know, a year ago, we yeah. thought we'd be on vacation at this time, maybe, yeah. or, you know, everything's been canceled because of uh, the virus and, you know, everything is just uh, really kind of crazy right now. Um, so we just don't know what's going to happen. And people realize that they, they realize they make plans and then, you know, things, you know, you, you may get sick or you know, somebody passes away or, you know, like this virus that's Mm -hmm. kind of restricting everybody from doing things. But the fact that we go to sleep every night and have dreams and we don't think anything, you know, and it's just normal to us. Yes. That's kind of ridiculous, isn't it? That the dreams are normal. The dreaming. I mean, I don't think, um, yeah, I don't think we're paying enough attention to it. Some people are, you know, into that subject, but overall, most of people, I don't think really pay attention. It's part of a normal. It's like, you know, when in your life you are automated, you have your routine. This is just part of a routine, going to sleep, having a dream and going back to work. We don't really look into it. We don't really analyze that as being, wow, my second life. You know, when I'm when I'm asleep, this is my second life. This is what my my unconscious is gonna or my subconscious is gonna reveal to me tonight. And let's pay attention. Let's see if I can use it in my in my day life. Like people don't think like like that. Yeah, and you know what's weird too that you have these dreams and most of the time you don't even remember them. I know sometimes I'll wake up, I know I have a I I did dream and I just 
remember, you know, just like little flashes and maybe in the next few hours, I'll get another flash of what happened in the dream, but I can't really remember the whole thing. Yeah. That's, that's kind of weird too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or during the day you're doing something and you're like, Oh, I, I just dream of this. Like something come back to you a little idea yeah. or a word or a scene come back to you and you're like, hmm, okay. And you just brush it off and go on to your next thing. It's like, uh, yeah, we don't we don't really take time to really understand what's going on during the night, during our dreams, what the, the mind is is doing, what the mind is telling us. Yeah, one thing I want to mention is I've been keeping a dream diary for I don't know maybe over 10 years, but I kind of, you know, I'm, I'm in the process of recording it. They, they sell dream diaries online, you know, where you can kind of like check off, mm-hmm. um, you know, what kind of dream it is and just kind of, you know, write a synopsis. But I, you know, I, I just kind of want to see like, like going back years, um, and in retrospect, did this have any meaning? So I'm kind of doing that now. I'm rewriting, you know, because I have a lot of them on slips of paper. But I do think it's a good idea to write them down. I really do you, like do you ever that. Do that? I really love that idea, actually. I never thought of it. Or I never even, yeah, thought of, you know, making time for this. But I think it's a great idea. Yeah. And the other thing they say is like a lot of dreams, like I don't remember, but if you get, you know, wake up and don't do anything else, you know, try to remember your dream. Or I think also if you set an alarm, say at different times, you know, Mm -hmm. because a lot of times we wake up, if we wake up naturally, we don't remember our dreams, but if we're woken during the night, we'll remember it. Oh, I didn't know that. Never heard that. Yeah. You know, also sometimes if I have a nightmare, I say I wake up in the middle of the night, I'll get up, you know, if it's a really powerful dream, I'll get up in the middle of the night and write it down because if I go back to sleep, I'll never remember. Wow. Yeah. So I've been doing that and I don't really know if it's going to have any value, but I you know, I kind of, um, I'm interested in dreams. It's and... interesting for you, I think, you know, to, like you said, like 10 years from now, go back and, and see if your dreams are evolving because that's right, really the key, right? To, to evolve spiritually. So yeah. if you evolve as a person, your, your dream pattern should be different. So it's a way of really seeing what's going on, you know, and how your brain, like we say, because your brain is processing during the night. Right. And and doing like triage of information. So you should be seeing some evolution or some change or pattern that are different, you know. Right. Within- I, I did. I have noticed that. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. And looking at things in retrospect, I can see there are are things like psychological things I couldn't see at the time, but um, now I'm thinking, Oh, I can see why I was dreaming of that over and over again. I was probably working out some problem. Oh yeah. Yeah. So even though the dreams were different, they had similar elements. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, that's a good recommendation for anyone, you know, that is, um, you know, on that path of, of really developing, like doing personal development and understanding themselves better and looking at the direction that, you know, they're going. It can be interesting to, to write your dreams and, and see, you know, what has changed over the years. Yeah, um, you know, and it's something that's really accepted in the psychological community. I know the first book I read was Freud's Interpretation of Dreams, mm-hmm. where he um, looks at things symbolically. And, and there's a lot of that, too. You know, there's a lot of things you can do with dreams. Um, I just think it's really interesting that maybe most of your dreams are going to have a psychological interpretation and then Mm -hmm. some of them might be predictive or some of them, you know, might be lucid or some other thing that you don't really know what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... You know, again, we, we're not resolving anything here, but, uh, you know, listeners, if you like to share some of your dreams, we, we'd love to hear them. Um, we also want to mention that this is um, season one, uh, episode 10. It's our last episode for this season. We're going to be on hiatus for the summer. We'll, we'll be back in the fall of 2020 with uh new episodes yes that's great Rhonda um also like you mentioned if our listener want to tell that tell us about their dream but if they also want to give us some information as far as how they understand you know dreams from everything that we talk about today that would be great like we are willing and open you know to hear from you to hear what you have to say Yes, absolutely. Yes. So thank you, Rhonda, for today. Thank you for all of you that are listening. And have a great day. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information or to schedule an astrology reading or coaching session, visit everythingnoetic.com.